Welcome to In Progress, a podcast to help you grow and learn how to become a better version of yourself. Now, here's your host, Michael Cerigliano. Welcome, everybody, to In Progress. I'm your host, Michael Cerigliano, with special guest, Pat Collins. Uh, how are you doing today, Pat? I'm doing very well. How wanna, you doing, Mike? I'm doing good. I want to thank you for coming on today oh, yeah. and making time to get on the podcast and teach these people about the journey you've had through spirituality. Absolutely. So what are you, uh, what are you up to now in your journey of spirituality? What are you doing? I know you told me that you're doing a website, a blog. Yeah, so I, I have a website that I haven't, it's not live yet, uh, dropthevail.com. That should be out this year at some point. Um, where I'm just going to be basically taking everything that I've learned, all of my notes and everything, and I'm just putting them into one spot for my own reference. But then obviously anyone else can just, you know, read it and, and see reminders of best practices and right, exactly. just different ways of thinking. Some of it's going to be like physical, mental, spiritual. So like some of it's just, you know, taking cold showers, eating, eating right you know, breath work, stuff like that. But then there's a lot about, you know, the mental side of things, you know, being in the present moment and then the spiritual side of things. So, you know, so all that what, stuff. <clears throat> what, um, like what, so far, what do you have? Have you done anything with the website yet? Or do you have like I, I an have, idea on the layout? I don't have anything other than the website and kind of like how it's going to be. And I have tons of, of just words like I have tons and tons of content on my computer and in my phone mm. but it's it's all very much jumbled so I'm still in the process now of you know going through everything and organizing things and having to like I have the headings and like the basics of of everything but I have to go and actually like go back and edit everything that I have and make it you know professional level because gotcha, gotcha. originally I was like I'm just gonna write a book but I was like, well, I mean, I still could do that, but it's like, well, you know, that could take years. I have to get it published, et cetera, et cetera. Why yeah. not just have it accessible to the public now, now, instantly? So, yeah. That's honestly, uh, when you told me that you were doing that, that was honestly, in my opinion, like a solid way to get the word out. Um, I know you're doing the TikTok for a little bit too. Mm. Um, out of the two, what do you think is, uh, what do you think is going to be more beneficial to I think the TikTok, viewer? TikTok's no good. I think, I think. If you're on TikTok, you're not you're not on TikTok to learn about spirituality. I mean, I was on there for a little while, and that's all I was doing. And my feed was just like people talking about spirituality and talking about things that they'd learned. And I would get on there and be like, "Wow, I, I never thought of it like that." And I would have epiphanies and realize things. So there's definitely some benefit to it. But the longer that I was on there, the longer the more that I realized that like. I wasn't really learning anything. I was just spinning my wheels, getting to the next one. I wasn't taking it in and, and you know, becoming this thing that I'm learning. It was just yeah. more about, oh, that's cool. Oh, that's cool. And then I was realizing I'm really just wasting tons and tons of time getting the secondhand information from whoever mm-hmm. when the real, the real knowledge is always coming firsthand through direct experience or through your own mind. Right. So, like... That's kind of why I stopped doing TikTok because I was like, I don't want to direct people to get their information from someone else because the, the person who has the information is themselves. And I want people to be looking at themselves right, to exactly. find this stuff, not to be finding this outside source. So that's why I have like one, I only have one thing on there now. Mm. And it's an old video that uh, Judah Krishnamurti, who was just this genius 
he was supposed to be the next Buddha type mm. thing. They, they wow. set him up um, from a young age. He was like a prodigy. And in like his 20s, he created this foundation and he was doing these huge things. And then he was just like, kind of what I was saying, like he was just like, you know what? No, I'm not the teacher. You got to do it yourself. And he just canceled everything. And then he just started doing like talks and stuff. Like he, he got rid of, he dismantled the whole thing. Can you see yourself doing that in the future? Like just talking doing to talks, people? Yeah. yeah, I think I, I much prefer to talk to people one-on-one Group settings fine. I like to I like the question answer format. I think that's the best way to learn. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of um, like spiritual texts that that come in that that question answer format. Okay. And it just it really really resonates. It really it's more intimate and mm-hmm. you know instead of just like having a big speech to tell everyone this is what you should just do. Blah, 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 blah. Like yeah. yeah. That's what. <clears throat> so obviously you guys didn't know um, before this episode before we started recording the impact we're actually talking. And I was telling him how um, on a previous podcast that I had, he was on and we were talking for a while about his journey through spirituality and whatever. And even in that like informal me and him and one other person episode, he still was able to get through to me to the point where like I was, (laughs) (laughs) um, I wasn't, I realized I wasn't happy. I wasn't happy with myself. I wasn't happy with what I was doing. I wasn't happy with anything going on in my life, really. And it was the scariest, most eye-opening experience that I've had to date. Um, just realizing that I wasn't where I wanted to be, both spiritually and like financially, like all of it. Um, and having to do the work. Myself, like you said, you can only learn from yourself. So you can only make those changes after realizing that you're not happy yes, with where you are. Or exactly. Whatever. And that's the thing. You can you can always entertain the idea of spirituality, but to really become one with spirituality, you have to actually go through that epiphany of I need this. Like this this is something that needs to happen in my life. This is something that I have to live by. As opposed to like, oh this is a good like meditating's great. I'll I'll do mm-hmm. it. Like it's like there's a difference between this idea is cool, I'm going to do it, and this is what I'm missing mm. in my life. <clears throat> and just me having that epiphany after talking to you, then I started looking into past life regression with Dolores Cannon. I started um, introducing cold showers. Um, mm. Hated that. Yes. Hated that. Do you still do them? Still hate it, yeah. Yes. Still, still hate yes. it. Um, I would never shut up about those things. Dude, it's, it's crazy how... How effective and it I never is. get sick ever, by the way. Really? I haven't been sick. I mean, I did say I had a little cold like two weeks ago, and that so maybe I had COVID or something. Who knows what it was? But like, I don't get sick. I haven't been sick. I mean, other than that one time, and it was like just a very brief, like a little cough. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-mm. at all. And a lot of it's mine too, though. Oh, 100%. 100%. Like, I, I, I put it out there that. That COVID, sickness, cancer, and it's, that's just not for me. I'm not, I'm not getting it. I'm not going to be getting it. I, mm. It's just not for me, and it knows to stay away. It just doesn't, it doesn't, I don't believe it in my world. Yeah. It's not. And it's then just, your body doesn't even accept it. Yeah, because it's, you're manifesting that stuff with your thoughts, you mm-hmm. know? 100%. Exactly. That's yeah. why these hypochondriacs who are always thinking that they're sick they're actually sick. get sick. Yes. Because they're bringing it in. They're, they're, they're opening themselves up to these, to these things with fear, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I actually follow, um, I follow a few people who are 
they pretty big into spirituality and they, they say the same thing. It's like, I don't believe that I'm going to get sick, even if I don't sleep, even if I don't eat the best diet, and I don't get sick. I haven't like they say like mm-hmm. I haven't been sick in years, five years, six years. Oh yeah. That's it's a hundred percent true. The only time they got sick was uh maybe one got hit with COVID or something. So I think the only thing that's penetrating this is COVID. But it's not even well, like it's, detrimental. Well, because that's stuff that you got to think that's hitting your subconscious too. Like that's true. All anytime the, the, t- the TV's on, even if you're not listening to it, you're hearing it, and you're hearing the cases are up or this or that, or you know, even when you're consciously like, "Yo, it's not for me," that stuff seeps into your unconscious, yes. your subconscious, and then, like Bruce Lee's got a great quote where he's like, "You should never like talk bad about yourself, even if you're joking, because your subconscious can't tell the difference." Mm-hmm. And that stuff does get in there. It stays with you. And then you have to dig it out later with your journey. And why not just not have it there in the first place? At all. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to put that negativity on you at all, even, yeah. if, you're, even if you're just joking around. Um, but I want to bring it back to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so what what brought you into spirituality? What made you want, not even want to, but like what made you get into being spiritual right, yeah. in your journey? So it was kind of interesting. Um so I was, uh, this is back at the be- end of 2019, mm-hmm. I was dating a girl, we broke up, um, it wasn't a bad breakup, it was kind of like, a, it was gonna happen, we were both kind of doing separate things, and we weren't happy, we were just both sitting on the couch, barely talking to each other by the end type thing, so yeah. I, I knew it wasn't gonna work, but I had this pattern of, I had, she was much younger than me, mm-hmm. and I dated another girl that was a lot younger than me too, so my mm-hmm. last two serious girlfriends were like 10 years or more younger than me. Mm-hmm. And then, then I just started thinking, so me and her were going to do acid together. So we broke up. I had these two tabs of acid, and then I just was like, okay, 2020 is coming. It's time to make some changes. I'm like, I'm, you know, 35 or however old I am. No, I was 33. And I'm like, something's up here. Like, I, I need to, like, evaluate my life and, like, see what's what's what these patterns are. Because, obviously, I was drinking a ton, a ton, a ton. Mm. Like, you know this. Yes. I was drinking... You know, a 1.75 bottle of vodka every day or two Damn. for years, you know, mm-hmm. to to basically get, to skip the day and go to the next one or like just to get yeah. me through the day. Yeah, like I wasn't, I wasn't happy being just living my life normally. So I was like, I need the booze to, if I'm drunk, I'm happy. I think I'm happy at least. Yeah, exactly. And I'm having fun You're laughing not. around and this and that, but it's not me. It's just, I'm, I'm avoiding everything. Mm-hmm. And so, so I was like, all right, well, I'm going to take this acid and I'm going to use this trip to like diagnose myself almost, or like tell, like ask myself what I should be doing differently and, and that type of thing. Cause you really connect to like, say your higher self yeah. on some of these psychedelic drugs. So I'm Absolutely. like, well, I'm going to use it as a, as a medicine. Cause that is really what it is. Mm-hmm. And instead of just the normal, like, yo, I'm going to go to a rave or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I did that and I wrote down like 42 pages of stuff and just about like how I wanted to live my life and this and that and it really just came down to a lot of it was just being being responsible for my for my stuff mm-hmm. because like that's one of the biggest things in in the world now why everything is so messed up is because everyone always wants to blame something else well if it wasn't like that then I wouldn't be like this but it's like you can't control that but you can control this yes. you can only control this mm-hmm. so you have to or you're just gonna be you're gonna be miserable thinking that you're out of control and all this thing all these things are controlling you when they're really not. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, well I gotta so I kinda like got rid of the blame game thing and then I found Jordan Peterson 
actually. Mm-hmm. And also Sad Guru. I don't know if you know about him. Phenomia, two phenomenal. Great, right? And I found them both on the same trip. So like then you I found them while you were on while you were tripping. At, like at the end of the trip when I was coming down, I started like going on YouTube and stuff. And uh, I was I found like a said guru thing, and I was like, oh wow, because he's a lot of these a lot of these yogis and stuff aren't alive. Like some of the real mm-hmm. you know, expert ones are like Judah Krishnamurti. Like I said, he's dead, you know. So like hearing this guy talk, and he talks a lot about like how you're how about he talks a lot about emotions mm-hmm. and how if you let someone else affect you, then you're basically a slave, a slave, emotional slave to that. Yes. And, like, I was talking to a girl like, just yesterday about how, like, all these forces are going against her. And I was like, yes, there's the unstoppable force, but when it meets the immovable object, what happens? You know, you have to be that immovable object. Exactly. The forces are going to come. Oh, they're always, there's always, always going to be change. There's always going to be stuff happening. But you can be just solid mm. and nothing can hurt you. So, so that kind of was my epiphany. And then it was like, all right, 2020, you know, time to change my life. I quit drinking. And then I got into, you know, meditation and stuff like that. And I started really researching. Uh, Peterson got me into Carl Jung. Really? Because he's a big young guy. Okay. And Carl Jung. I didn't know that. Him and Freud, you know, they were, Freud was the guy. Yes. And Freud basically said it's all about, like, your parents and, like, your, your horniness, basically. Mm. And Jung was like, yeah, but also... There's this other shit. There's this collective unconscious. There's this spiritual stuff that we can't see. Mm. And Freud was like, nah, like that's why they fell out. So it's funny because like, not to get too much into Jung, but like when he was a kid, he had like this awakening type experience where he realized that there were like two voices in his head. There was like, there was like, basically he noticed his ego and his higher self. You know how you see like the, the devil and the angel? Yeah. Like that's what that's all about. Like there's the negative voice that's that always speaks first, yep. and who's always saying you you suck, mm-hmm. you can't do it, it's not gonna work, just give up. And then there's the second voice that's like no no no, everything's fine, you're good. So he noticed that and he's mm-hmm. like wait there's two and Eckhart Tolle, the power of now he did hit the same thing happened to him. He noticed that there was like two voices and he's like wait who's which one's me? Because like he stepped back and was like I'm observing. Like he said, I think he said like my body or something. And he's like, wait, my body or my mind, whose, whose mind is it? Mm-hmm. Like he noticed the distinction between being the observer, yes. which is like the your higher self, the mm-hmm. positive one, and the one who's like the ego, who's living it and who's just in all the negativity. And exactly, yeah. So that led me to that. And then I just started doing a ton of research into all sorts of stuff. And then a few months later, probably, what, May or something, mm. um, a friend of mine was, um, he was on parole, so he couldn't smoke weed, and he had K2, which is basically synthetic marijuana. It's like, yeah. it's, weed has all these cannabinoids in them, like, I think there's like 131 <clears throat> of them, Yeah. and so they just kind of take some, and they basically spray it on some shit, and you smoke it, and it gets you high, you know? Yeah. But it, but it's, it's different, it's different than weed, Yeah. and he, he had a freaky experience where he had an out-of-body experience on it one time and he's like dude wow. i don't want to fuck with this shit because it's like it's more psychedelic it's more closer to like the dmt world than it is like the marijuana world yeah so then i so then you know i had some of it so i was smoking it and then one day in this apartment right before i'm, I'm, I'm having this thought because like it's the middle of covid mm-hmm. i had quit my job because i wasn't happy and i'm like don't 
if you're not happy, don't 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 do it. Yeah, exactly. Why am Get I doing this if I'm not happy? Period. Like you can feel those negative emotions. They're they're telling you something. Right. Get away. This isn't for you. So so then I started having these weird like big thoughts about like it's kind of weird. Just started thinking about like the days, how how we have the days numbered. Yeah. You know the you know the names of the days and yeah. this and this and that, but I was like, really, I'm in this apartment for like maybe three months straight. I don't have to leave or go anywhere because I'm working from home, and then I wasn't working at all. Yeah. So I started having these thoughts about like how how our how our version of time really isn't anything. It doesn't really mean anything. It's at just all. something that we created. Uh-huh. And so I was having that thought, and then I took a big hit of this K two, and then all of a sudden, like I was. You could say I was tripping balls, but like I experienced the oneness of everything, the one love that they talk about. Well, explain that. What do you mean? So like, because nobody, <laughs> including myself, is going to understand you. Just right, 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 right. So like, so I'm so I so I take a hit of this stuff, and and like, all of a sudden I, I get this visual where there's like this vortex type thing, like a suction type thing and it's like everything is sucking into this like one point into the room and I'm like whoa what's this and then it was like time had stopped so like I knew that time had stopped I mean again this is just what I'm experiencing but I'm like wait what's going on and then I then I had this thought like I'm doing this with my mind I'm like yes I know like the, I took this hit and that's like letting me do this but it's just opening up a something in my mind like I have the capability to do this whenever I want if I could figure out how to do it. Yeah, exactly. Like, this is still just me. So then I was like, wait, it's I'm like doing your mind this. unlocked. Yeah, right, right, exactly. Exactly. So I'm like, I'm God. I'm like, am I God? And then I was like, wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. Like, it's all God. And then like, I don't know if you've ever done like psychedelics or you hear about like the, the spider web type thing. But like, if you do like say mushrooms or acid or something, if you do a, a decent amount of it or like DMT even, you can actually see like the things that are connecting everything. Really? Like literally like lines from here to here. Like you're in like a spider web type thing and it's just all around you. Like really? It's like the other dimension stuff that you can't see. You can mm. see some of it or all of it or more of it than you can see now. Like the connective tissue that connects everything. Really? So that's crazy. So yeah. So like I was experiencing that and, but like the, the big thing was the big takeaway from it was I remembered in that because it was like it was very familiar to me uh-huh. this feeling the feeling that came over me was just complete love like like love not like not like I'm infatuated with a girl uh-huh. but just like like that feeling but times a million right and it, right. it was like everything and it was everywhere uh-huh. and it was like realizing like oh everything is love literally everything is love like that's like the the energy or the molecules of the universe is just love. Yeah. And it's all one thing. It's not, it is all connected. So it's like this giant ecosystem that's constantly moving, but it's one big thing. And it's, it's all, we're all it. And the other thing was, but it wasn't like I was like coming to this epiphany, like, oh yeah, I just figured something out. I was like, then my ego came in and I was, he was like, you idiot. How could you have forgotten this? This is like the most important thing. Like this is everything. Yeah. So I'm, you know, I'm like, how could you have forgotten this? This has always been like this. You just forgot. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. And that's why you always hear them, like teachers say, like remember. 
remember because it's not that you're you're not you're not learning anything new. You're just remembering something that you forgot. What? So forgot, forgot from when? Like from before you were incarnated on as a human. So when you were just the spirit, the the spark. Right. Like so, and then Dolores came and then says. you start looking at these spiritual teachers, and they're talking about that. Yeah, like. You're a spirit or whatever, and then you decide you want to come to Earth and experience all this sticky fucking shit, you know, and the emotions and everything. Yep. And you know, try to learn stuff from that, or just just do just do it for whatever reason. Mm. But to make it interesting, you you got to forget. Like so, if if you if you if you knew everything, if you knew that you were God and all this stuff, and then you came to Earth in this human body. There would the stakes wouldn't be as high. You wouldn't have if you already know everything. There's nothing to learn. Right. Exactly. So like you have to take away that omnis omnipotent knowledge in order for you to to know something. Mm. So. <clears throat> or to learn something. So like, everybody has this knowledge in them. Oh yeah. And it's a matter of just remembering. Everyone is in is already. They talk about like enlightened or reaching nirvana, like yeah. Buddhism. Mm. And some of these people will say, and, and I, 100%, you, everyone is already enlightened. You just forgot. So do you, you just have this, that's why my website dropped the veil. The veil is the thing separating the real you from, like, the thing that's blocking you from remembering, basically. Like, think about, like, a, like at the wedding, the bride has the veil over her eye, her face, and you can't really see what she looks like. Yeah. And once you take off the veil, it's like, oh, now I see what she is. Now I see who she is. Yeah. Once the, once the veil drops, then you can really see. So when you, so was it wasn't acid that gave you this remembering of what everything is. It was the K2. Right. That out-of-body experience. Was mm -hmm. it an out-of-body experience? I was still in my body, but it was, I wasn't really aware of my body. I was just kind of like. It wasn't like I was looking at my body. I was just kind of like experiencing everything. Full force. And then I went to get a pen because I remember, <laughs> I remember I was like, oh, I figured it out. I, because I, I, in that one moment I knew everything. So I was like, oh, it's so simple, you know? And basically it's just the, the whole, the law of one is just that, that there's all just, it's just one thing. Yeah. So like, that's kind of the easy version of what it is, but like. I was like, oh, I, I got this. I, I'm not going to write this down so I don't forget this. This is, this is insane. I got to tell everyone about this. This is what? And then I, rem I wrote down like 420 or whatever. I think it was like 420. Or it was around then. <laughs> and then by the time, like, and then it ended. And I was just like, oh, fuck. And I, and I was kind of back to normal again. But I still, but I still, I wrote down in my journal, because I, I started journaling. That's a huge, a huge thing I would say to anyone. If you're not doing this, do it so much. Because it really makes you think. It's not so much about like, oh, I'm just writing to see what I did today or whatever. It forces you to actually think about what you did and why and what happened. Because so often, like we're on TikTok or whatever, you're not thinking about your life. You're not thinking about anything relevant to yourself. Yeah, you're in like a, an unconscious state almost. Right, exactly. Just like not experiencing exactly. anything. Exactly. So anyway, so I'm writing in the journal. All I wrote was like, there's, because the, the takeaway other than that, yes, we're all one, was that I knew for a fact that, and I remembered that like, when we die, everything this is all still gonna be here. Yeah. So like Pat disappears, but I'm still here. I'm still part of this whole thing. Like, so the whole fear of death just gone. gone. So I was like, there's nothing to be afraid. So, so I'm like, okay, well, if I'm not scared of death, well, what is there to be scared of? And there's there isn't anything. Nothing. 
So then I was like, oh, okay. So I just wrote in my journal, like, you're free to do whatever. Like, just do whatever. Keep, just, that's, there's no rules. So have you been following that mantra, essentially, for, the, for your life well, from so, that point from, on? From that point on, then I just got really, really into, because <clears throat> I realized, like, holy shit, this spiritual stuff is real. Mm-hmm. So then I'm like, all this stuff that I've been hearing and, like, kind of saying, like, mm, that's, probably, I don't know. It's, most of it's probably real or all of it, you know? So I'm like, well, shit. So then I just got deep into like researching all the different religions because all the religions kind of point. I made this shirt here just because like I put the little religions on here all because like they all point to this one, oh, wow. this one eye. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. And what's the eyes? That's, the, that's being. That's the one awareness. There's only one awareness. And it's I like that. Us. We... That's when you're saying before the podcast, you're saying something about like, oh, germs, someone else's germs. And I'm like, there's no such thing as someone else. That's you. Those are your germs. Like there's, you know, there's no separation. Yeah. So the whole like the whole spiritual awakening thing that's like going on now, it's kind of ramping up is like, it's just about seeing everything as the same as one, as harmony, as unity, mm. instead of seeing separation and conflict and like competition, me versus you, because there is no you. And like said, Guru talks about that a mm. lot, where he's just like, if you knew that that person was you, would you really like, would you punch yourself in the face? Like you wouldn't. No. Like you'd be nicer to your neighbor. Like Jesus would say, like, love your neighbor as yourself, because he is yourself. Yeah, exactly. It's just another you. Yeah. So <clears throat> when you, when you realize all this, what what changed for you? Like what what changed for you when you realize like this is all something that's been happening, you've been here before, everyone is you. Like what changed for you at that point? It just I think my anxiety and like depressing thoughts and stuff. I mean, I, they still pop up and I hear them and I recognize them. And I'm like, dude, I I see you. I see what you're doing, but like they went way, 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 way down because I realized that that's all. If everything is love and everything's this positive force, that that that, I, that means by contrast, the negative, self-doubting, paranoid stuff, it's not real. Because mm. the only thing that's real is this one love and light situation. Absolutely. That negative stuff, it's we create that in order to learn. So it's real in a sense, but it really is an illusion. It's not actually real. So it's like, that's just not real. And then I, you know, started reading like the, the, the Law of One, which is really very interesting. There's a book, these are like channel texts where people would say like, okay, I'm, I'm, this is coming from somewhere and they would just write it down. And before I'd be like, that's bullshit. There's no way that's possible. But now it's like, well, even if not everyone who does channel texts are legit, I'm sure there's some charlatans just trying to get a buck. Yeah. But like some of it is definitely real. So like I would just start reading. How does that work? Channel text? Like what is it? Well, it's like when you're in like a trance type situation, kind Mm -hmm. of like, but you're not fully, you're not fully out. You just kind of are like, like a lucid. It's just coming to you. Like the words are just kind of coming to you and you're just kind of writing them. And I've had that happen to me a little bit where I've been like in my journaling where I've been trying to like, because if you ask questions, you get answers. And those answers are generally coming from like the source, like coming from beyond, mm-hmm. come from God or whatever you want to say. So like if you're open to it and you ask and you 
like another Bible thing, but like ask and you shall receive. Like that's how it is. Yeah. And then it just kind of comes and like you just know stuff. And you might have experienced that where you just kind of like, I don't know how I knew that, but I knew, I knew you were about to call me. Like you like, I wonder if Mike's going to call me and then you call me, but I haven't talked to you in like a month. Mm. How would I know that? Or like, I'm listening to Pandora and I'm like, I bet this next song will come on and it does. Like shit like that. Just small shit where like, you know it's going to come. But yeah, you but like, you know. Yeah, like, or like when, when you're walking down the street and like, you feel someone looking at you and you look back and there is someone looking at you. You know what I'm talking about? Have you had that happen? Yeah, they're like intuition, I guess. Right. I could say. So it's basically like opening yourself up to the intuition. Yeah. That's and just crazy. trusting it because it's, it knows it's, Everything's this big connected web. So yes, your your one perspective for right now is Mike or me, and I can only look a certain way. But if you expand your awareness, you're all you're all of it too. So you can kind of you know, catch of catch some of the shit mm-hmm. if you're kind of open to it. But as far as like how it changed my life, it really just changed my whole perspective on how I think about life and how like just trusting. I just trust. I got really into Taoism. Like I was doing all the religions and that's the one that I kind of liked the most. What is that? What does Taoism entail? It's basically about just nature, how just trusting nature. You are a part of nature, mm-hmm. going with the flow, not forcing things, not like they have the analogy of like, you know, you're on, you're in the middle of a river, you're holding onto a branch and you're like trying to like hold on, but it's like, no, just let go. Let the river take you. Right. Just go with it and don't, don't think about all the bad things that could happen and this and that, worrying about tomorrow. Just you're here and this uh, power of now type stuff. You're here now. Everything is happening in this gigantic harmony that you can't see the big picture. You're just one little cell in the brain, basically. Yeah. But it's like you just know that you are and you know that your path is going to work out the way it's supposed to and, it's, and everything's good. So just like... Just follow Just that be, path. be happy. Yeah, exactly. exactly. No, absolutely. Because it's a choice. It's a choice. You know? Yeah, 100%. Because, um, I mean, with uh, going back to the conversation that we were having earlier about me doing this, like, this podcast to me seemed, it felt to me like this was a, a natural thing to do. Like, it wasn't like, okay, I have to do this, and I have to do this, and I have to do this. It's more like... I'm trying to get rich and blah, yeah, blah, blah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's like, no, I'm doing this to help people. And money regardless. Like, for me, it's like, I would, I would like to obviously get paid off of this. But at the end of the day, the real thing for me is just having people have an outlet to be able to, like yourself, talk about what they're going through, what they're learning. Mm-hmm. And then people that maybe aren't there yet to be able to go and like listen to somebody who's gone through it who's going through it and it's the positive aspect of it Mm -hmm. and i know i try to i try to live this daily and i think it was you that sent me the book the the power of now Mm -hmm. so i listened to the whole book phenomenal book um and he talks about how you just live every moment in that moment and And that's the only way you can yeah and it's it's crazy because I've seen I've seen a bunch of um, videos and stuff online talking about how, like, the 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 one that resonates the most with me is the. Have you ever seen the um, what's it called like a sand timer? Mm, I don't know. Do you know what a sand timer is though? Sand. Sand timer. Oh, mm, I mean I know like, what it is. Yeah. So <clears throat> there's a there's one video that stands out to me, and he has a sand timer. Well, I think I know. And it's going, and he goes. 
this is your future at the top. Yeah. This is your past. So you don't know how much sand is left in the future, and all the sand in the past is already gone. So the only the only place that you can live, the only place you can experience, is right here in the middle. Yes. And that's it. And it's true because mm-hmm. you can live in the past, but you're not doing it. You're not changing anything. You're just you're not, yeah, thinking. It's of, your imagination. Yeah, you're just recollecting things that happened in the past and worrying about what happened in the past. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't change anything except for how you're living right now. Mm-hmm. And you thinking about the future doesn't change anything except for how you're acting and being right now. The only thing you can do is live right now and yes, enjoy right so now. Yeah. And I remember to go with the power of now and Eckhart Tolle. Um, he actually, in his book, talked about if you look outside and you look at a tree, right? So you look at a tree or a plant. You can look at the plant and the plant's there. But if you actually, actually look at the plant <laughs> and Take in the plant for what it is, the tree for what it is, and breathe and actually recognize what that plant is. It ends up being more than just that plant. And I did that when I was, um, I was, I remember I was working out. I was at a gym, and I was like on a stair climb or something, and I was doing the normal workout, whatever. And I was like, let me just throw this in real quick and just see, because like I'm here anyway for the next ten minutes doing nothing, so I might as well. So I like kind of changed my breathing and I just like focused and when I did like everything almost like had a different glow to it it was like more alive yes and it was crazy because it's like this is really something like it makes you feel better like it makes you like your your heart like becomes full Mm. like even like the most insignificant thing like the plant in the corner just looks more beautiful like everything is more full and it's like this is how when people say, like, when you're a kid, you see everything is more colorful, mm, more mm. lovey, da, da. and it's like, we might really just be, like, going through the motions and not realizing we're missing out on everything as yeah. we're going through these motions. Like, missing out on everything. Like, the beauty of the plant. The beauty of that person that's walking by. Just, like, because they're just a beautiful human being. Not even, like, physically beautiful, but just, like, another entity. Mm-hmm. And, like, you're not actually recognizing that other person or that plant. You're just like, okay, You're creating this narrative in your head that's something completely different. And a lot of times it's this negative, like, oh, that person probably thinks I look weird. Or Always, like, <laughs> yes. Or they must notice that I, da, 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 da. but it's like, but then you think, well, like, are you doing that with every single person? Are you judging every single person that, that harshly? No, you're not. You just, you're, not you're worried about them judging you. So it's like, yeah. that's not how it really is. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And uh, there was, a, there was a, a person that I used to listen to on YouTube who said, if you drop in the middle of the street and do 10 push-ups mm-hmm. and then get up, you, when you're doing those 10 push-ups, people are going to walk by and look, but they're going to go on their day. No one's going to stop and make fun of you. No one's going to stop and judge you. It's going to, oh, and then go on about their They'll day. forget all about it. And, yeah. Because yeah. everyone's living their own life at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And everyone's so worried about what other people think about them, but nobody's worried about the next person. They're only worried about themselves. And that's, that in itself is a very freeing realization mm-hmm. to where it's like, no one really cares right. about, like, to yeah. judge you. Nobody cares about your life as much as you do. Exactly. Not exactly. even close. Not even close. And I feel like even going into this, uh, th- this whole spirituality, like, you can look at the next person and think about the other person, but, like, in the way you do it, it's positive. It's like, that person is me. 
I am that person. We're the same, one and the same. And it's like, that's, that's the way it should be. That's the way everyone should be thinking. Like, it's just so positive and so full of love as opposed to like how everyone thinks the world is where it's like, oh, that person hates me. Why? Because I am sitting here and I look weird. Like what? No. Anything. Yeah. 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 Just weird shit, bro. And it's like, that's the whole unity consciousness type thing is like knowing that you're part of everything. You can't be alone like that. A lot of it is just like loneliness. People are, they feel like they're alone in the world. Yes. Everyone, everything's out to get them. They're this victim. There's all these negative forces attacking them. But that's all, that's all just that voice in the head. Uh-huh. None of that's real. Exactly. If you just turn that voice off, you don't have to necessarily turn it off because like you can't completely control your thoughts, but uh-huh. like you can train your mind to think differently or when that, when that ego does come in, you can and you show it love. Be like, listen, I, I love you. I know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, you're here to protect me. You're here to make sure that I'm safe. But I am safe. The power of not. So we're good. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So yes. it's like I don't need that. But but thank you. I appreciate what you're doing. I see you. But I don't need I you. Appreciate but like, it. But we're you doing things differently now. Yes. You know exactly. Mm-hmm. So with the power of now, um, what did, what did you take from the power of now and that the teachings in that? Did you have you did you take anything from that? Or did you oh, kind of yeah. already live that? I mean, listening I, to it? one thing I will say is I did. I kind of always knew. I always had this thing about worrying that I thought it was the stupidest thing of of all time. Like, even as a kid, I was like, "What's the point, though?" Like, because my mom would worry True. a lot, and it was just I was just raised by her, and I would worry too. You know, I, I obviously I didn't I, would, I didn't know it enough to have to be able to embody it, mm-hmm. but I had the idea that like, for what? Because I would always be like, "Well, what's what's good about it?" And there was nothing. And people will say, well, then if something bad happens, you'll be ready for it. And it's like, you you're, first of all, you're just going to be manifesting bad things anyway. 100%. And like, how often are there, do the worries actually come out the way that you worry? Like, pretty much never. Right. So I've always kind of had that. But then when I was reading The Power Now, I mean, just the idea, because I did experience the, the whole timelessness and the one, like, that's, those are the two things that I say, like, the most important things to know to make you feel better or whatever mm. is like the power of now and then the law of one that there were there's we're just this one thing there is no separation there is no conflict there is no there's no space between us we're all this in this together yeah. and then it's all happening right now mm. so so that just those thoughts of the past which and you know they've done those tests or you know where th- five people will remember something completely differently than the other person yeah so that just proves that your memory is Definitely flawed because it, it happened one way, but there's five or five memories of it, and then also it's just your imagination. And same thing with the future. Like, even it's not as dangerous, but even fantasizing about a positive future is dangerous. It's you're wasting your time. You're not yeah. doing anything. And exactly. I've done that with ex girlfriends, where I've I see I see the everyone has this great potential, mm-hmm. and if I'm going to be with you, I I believe it even more, or else I have yeah. an extra infatuation Absolutely. or something. So like, it's like, you imagine, oh my God, it's going to be like this and this and that. And then you realize, I'm just, this is all in my head. None of this is real. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it brings you back. So yeah, a lot of it is just like realizing that most of the stuff that we do is just imaginary. It's literally in our heads. And like when I'm talking to people who are like, you know, my advice is just to like, could you come back to the present? Because that really is the ultimate solution because if, if you are in the present moment and you're just like here like that's a, a zen buddhist thing they'll say it's just like 
like look around like where's the problem though mm-hmm. like even if and, and I'm I, I'm lucky because like I'm you know I have all my limbs I'm not sick and this and that right. I live in America I'm not poor not to say you know I didn't grow up with you know in a poor family going to school with people who had a lot more money and I was self-conscious about that and blah blah not having a father and there was a lot of things that I had is like trauma stuff that held me back as a kid and stuff but like really that's how I got to be this to this point right and part of the reason I became such an observant person was because I was more shy as a kid so I would always try to just see what was going on before I decided how I wanted to approach a situation instead of just going in and just being myself which is probably not the best I don't know I, I don't know if I should say it's not the best but going in as yourself is not be, the best being, or worrying worrying isn't the best oh absolutely well, oh, not. no I mean like being there's some there's some benefits to like if you're going into a new situation and you don't just start acting immediately you take a step back to observe to kind of see the patterns of the thing so you know the yeah. best way to act because if you just act recklessly then you just get into trouble 100% so it's like there is a balance there but but yeah I don't know where I was going with that but no point but- is the being here in the moment there's never there's never anything wrong like ever it's, it's all good Exactly. And that's another secret. Like, just if you know that it's all good, or it is what it is, like, acceptance. Because, like, there's, Power Now talks about that. Like, there's there's what is. Like, this is what is right now. Mm-hmm. Whatever we think doesn't change what actually is. Yeah. So, getting upset about it doesn't change it. Mm-hmm. All it does is hurt you. And that's what said Guru says. It's like your mind turning against yourself. Your yes. intelligence turning against yourself. Why are you pointing it at yourself? And you hear people say, like, when they're talking about, oh, you pat, you idiot, and all this stuff. It's like... Don't do that. Don't talk to my friend like that. Like, or my ex, my like, my ex would like be talking shit about herself. I'm like, don't talk to my girlfriend like that. Even though she was talking to herself, <laughs> and that would make her laugh. And she's like, mm, yeah, fair, fair. So that's a good point. Yeah, but I mean, even even in teachings that aren't spiritual, uh, there's a lot of people that talk about perspective, mm. and switching your perspective changes a lot. So, prime example. I mean, even even something as simple as you break a glass. If you worry about that and you get mad about that and you curse at yourself and talk shit about yourself, you're the just, glass is still broken. Yeah, and you're just adding more bullshit to yeah. what was just to clean up some glass. Yeah, exactly. Or yeah, you just clean up the glass and you're like, okay, it is what it is. No matter how whether, much I get mad, it's still broken. Mm-hmm. So you can't do anything about that. Exactly. The, adding the negative emotions never enhances the situation. So never. be aware of it. And that's the first step, like you were saying, when like you realize like, or what happened to me when I was 33 and I was like, I'm not happy with the way my life is right now. You have to have that realization to, in order to make a change. You have to be aware enough of your life to even have a, am I happy? Like some people are like, hmm, am I? I don't even know. Like, yeah. take a step back and observe, observe your life. And that's one thing that Jordan Peterson said that I like, just like, you know, just watch yourself. And that's what many spiritual people and you know the whole thing is just like observe your life and just treat yourself as a as a third party almost because mm-hmm. in a way you are because yeah. you're just really the awareness Observing. this is just the, the video game character that, yes. you, that you're playing which I love that whole analogy that's dude, so, it's so spot on it's like you and it's like you created this this person's like literally like you would in a game where you pick the hair and the glasses and mm-hmm. this and that da, da, da. you pick the parents and all this so then when you're here like Man, no, this sucks. Oh, I got the worst deck of cards. It's like you picked this deck, though. Yeah. So you this did is, it for this a reason. actually is the best deck of cards. You just forgot. Exactly. And I mean, with the video game analogy, like it 
it's perfect because like you picked it so picked there's a reason yeah. there's a reason why you picked it. you had to you had to learn something you had to go and grow through something you wanted this yes so like now the only thing you can do is make the best out of the situation mm -hmm. and figure out why did i deal myself this deck of cards mm -hmm. why did i make it so that i grew up with just a mother and a father why did i make it so that i um you know got divorced 80 times like you know like there's mm -hmm. always a reason to everything and when you when you realize that when you use that video game analogy which when we talked about it i started kind of doing that like oh it's so good realizing it's such a hack i think it's it's crazy because then it, it it pulls you away from the like the ego of it mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like mm -hmm. like it separates you, you yeah if you if you were to think of everything like a video like for example Grand Theft Auto. i think that's what we did we used as an analogy when you were on the last podcast like you're not going to you're going to do the missions that build you up. You pick this one guy out of the three guys you could be, and this one guy is supposed to be doing this one thing. But you start out at the lowest level, and you mm -hmm. chose that you're going to be doing these objectives and missions to get to this point with this guy. So you you have to go through these these things. You're going to go through, mm -hmm. you know, in Grand Theft Auto, you're going to go through getting in gunfights or like getting in fights or getting robbed or right. whatever. Bad things are like, going to happen to you. Things, bad things. Yeah. Quote unquote bad. But you chose these things because you saw the bigger picture. Mm -hmm. You saw yes. what you're going to end up doing. And you never want to, and this is a thing with people that don't want to get out of relationships that are bad and mm -hmm. don't want to leave their job. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, well, this is safe. But this isn't what you chose. You're here now because it's safe. Your ego is saying, don't do, don't you leave this situation. You feel that in your gut where it's yes. like, I don't want to be here. But then, the, like you said, the ego comes exactly. and says, don't do it because it's dangerous. The unknown is scary. You don't, yeah, you don't know what's going to happen if you do it. And it's like, I don't think there's ever been a situation in my life where I took myself from a situation and I was worse off for it. 